The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. <sighs> here we are. Here we, here we be. It's Monday. It's hanging with the boys. <laughs> There's a live look at the Tostitos Championship Plaza outside in front of the Ford Center. With a high of 72. It's currently 69 degrees. Cowboys lose to the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. 26. 20? 17. 16, 17, 26-17. Cowboys move to third place in the NFC East. God, can you believe that? I know. Philadelphia is still reigning supreme at the top of the division, top of the league. But it is over. Game is over. We move forward. Tough loss. The pumpkin has returned. <laughs> That's right. The, the carriage clock struck midnight. The clock struck midnight, and we're gonna dive into this game. This segment brought to you by Wingstop, where uh, where Flavor gets his wings. He is Kurt. We are without Big Zaddy today, Nate Newton. Mm-hmm. He is having his day in court for uh, <laughs> illegally fighting Chinese fighting fish. <laughs> he got caught in a ring oh in uh, in in Dallas. Uh, he was illegally fighting Chinese fighting fish, and they had a big bust with that. And so they took down a whole gang of people um, for fighting those fish. So Nate is in court dealing with that. It looks like he'll just get a fine. Uh, and he has to do, yeah, he has to do community oh, service at your local Pet Smarts and Petco. He has to do he has to do eighty hours of community service. I heard at PetSmart. Is that why he makes all those trips to Mexico? Yeah, he was getting illegal. I thought it was 61 hours. 60, yeah, 60, sorry, 61 <laughs> hours. He has to do 61 hours of volunteer work at your local PetSmart and Petco. So if you just happen to slide by one of those and you see Nate Newton in there, don't bother him. Buy a fish. He's doing, he's doing, <laughs> no, he has to be 100 yards. There's a restraining order on the fish section. Uh, he cannot go to the fish section in any store. He has to uh, do the cats. Uh, <laughs> and clean up pee in the aisles when dogs come oh, in there. Man. So oh, if you God. see Nate at the Petco or the PetSmart, let him do his hours in peace. <laughs> do not bother him. Do not ask him any questions. He will not be happy oh. to see you. But you can tweet at him. Though. You can tweet at him. I am Jesse Holly. Together we are hanging with the boys. The sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel us when we speak. Cowboys lose 26-17 to the Philadelphia Eagles last night. Kurt. Yes. Where do you want to start? Oh, man. Where do you want to start? I don't know. I mean, the Cooper Rush is the big story, Let's right? start there. For all of you, <laughs> for all of you, and let me look into my camera. <laughs> for all of you who jumped on this Jerry Jones bandwagon about there potentially being a quarterback <laughs> controversy, for all of you who thought Man, this is just like when Dak Prescott took over. It's going to be a Wally Pip situation. For all of you who thought that was going to happen, it's over. Mm-hmm. 
Now, reality struck. I also want to say this, Kurt. Yeah. I want to give a round of applause. Oh. To Cooper Rush. Yes. Because while what happened last night wasn't what you wanted to see, while what happened last night was something that we had been testing and flirting with fire in danger for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. If you had told me on the evening of September 11th, when Dak Prescott and and, and Jim Maurer and 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 uh, I forget the doctor's name, always wears the cowboy hat. Uh, Cooper. Co- Dr. Dr. Cooper. Dr. Cooper. Yeah, Dr. Cooper. We got Coopers all over the place. <laughs> Dr. Cooper jogged back into the locker room, and the information comes back out that da- uh, that Dak Prescott will be out with a broken thumb or some sort of injury, that he would be out for the next four, six, to eight weeks. If you would have told me that at the end of his reign that he was 4-1. and one, Yeah. I would have went full Jerry Jones and say there isn't a check big enough that I would not write to take that bet. Ooh. I would have bought that. I would have, If you wow. would have told me that, I would have bought that. Yeah, I think most people probably would have. If you would have told me at the end of his reign he was two and three, would have been more than happy. Yeah. Would have been more than happy. But at the end of his reign, he is four and one. Yeah. That is remarkable. That is commendable. That is respectable. So there is no... There's no Cooper Rush slander here for me. No, I, I, I'm, be. I'm not giving that. There is none of that. There is a sense of if you think there wasn't a difference right, between what a backup in this league is and to what a bona fide starter in this league is, you saw it over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And you saw it in a football game last night against a quality good football team where you need and you want to have all of your bullets yeah. in the gun ready to go, mainly being your quarterback. And there's a difference in why guys get paid $40 million. <laughs> yeah. And there's a difference in why a guy get paid league minimum a million dollars. And I think you saw, a, you saw that on full display. And honestly, if you're being serious and you're really being honest – we have been flirting with this type of outcome for the last three or four weeks. Yeah, yeah. He, he's Rush had the benefit of playing nearly the whole stretch with the lead, and that made such a huge difference for him because they could stay within the game plan. And I get, but I give him credit; they they kind of kept with that same game plan. They might have had to, given uh, Rush's abilities like that, but. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, to be four and two at this point, I think people would have been happy with that. With Dak was the quarterback, so absolutely for him to for 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 Rush to keep this thing afloat. I mean, he's he's done he he's done what he can, and you have to commend him for that. So, but like you said last night, they needed a player like Dak to 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 bring him back. Because when you watch NFL football games, and there's always anomalies, there's always the the, the Bills, Chiefs, right? Like, that, like mm-hmm. I don't, I, I sometimes take teams like that with quarterbacks like that, with teams that are built like that, with coaches like that, and I, I put them on a shelf separate. But most NFL games will come down, and, and even those games, a lot of times, will come down to three or four plays made or not made in a football game. Yeah, and Cooper Rush had a series of interceptions that were 
overturned in the Washington game. Right. Through penalties. Penalties, yeah. He had a couple interceptions that were dropped in games before. And all of those things, the Giants game he had some, Cincinnati game he had some. I mean, he think if he had three potential, like really should have been bona fide interceptions against Cincinnati and some against the, And all of those things kind of got whisked away and it was just like, we're not talking about them because they didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. and, and all those things were because, and we won, and Jesse stopped being a hater and don't talk about the <laughs> office not being like all the signs were there. Yeah. They were there. Mm-hmm. And and last night you you go up against a Philadelphia team who at the time five and zero they're at home they're one of the best teams in the National Football League and you didn't have room for error. True, yeah, you didn't at all in that stretch of you know beginning with their last drive of the first quarter through the end of the half there was there was a lot of errors on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and and, and you look at what the Cowboys did and it's not, it's not all on Cooper Rush, but you needed. Not the turnovers. Yeah, yeah. Like that 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 was the killer of it. And that's what they've been getting by with of I, I tweeted this out weeks ago. I said one of the things that Cooper Rush has done during this 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 run of his is protecting the football. That yeah. the turnovers that normally come when you put in your backup quarterback just wasn't there. And that always gives you a chance when you're not giving possessions away, when you're able eat like even at times when you have to punt it away. But if you were able to eat up four or five minutes, mm-hmm. move the ball a little bit, and you punted it away, you didn't hurt yourself. Yeah. You didn't you, you didn't gain anything, but what you've done at times, you make a team have to march down the field right. to 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 allow them to make a mistake. And you've been able to stay af- and, and ahead of that. And yesterday, the 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 floor just fell out. Yeah, it yeah. just fell out. I think for me, what I you know we talked some last week. I think I'd asked you the question about arm strength or accuracy and touch. You know which was better. And I, that game last night really, really showed that Cooper just doesn't have the arm strength. So, you know, even not not necessarily even all the you know the turnovers. I mean, how many passes were just a tick short? You know, just. Defensive man got there, you know, cornerback got there just in time to tip it away, that kind of thing. It just He didn't have the same pop, the same zip on the ball that you probably needed in, in a, against a defense like that. And that's a lot of just flat-out NFL football, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, it's having that – it's being a heartbeat on time, a heartbeat late, a second late, a tick late, how, whatever word yeah. that you want to use. That is a lot of times a determining factor whether something is successful – or unsuccessful right. in these games because the athletes that you're dealing with, you're dealing with world-class athletes. You're dealing with the biggest, strongest, fastest, smartest. And and offensively for the Cowboys, they face probably their toughest defensive battle mm-hmm. because of what those guys pose up front. And then on the back end, you had quality guys on the back end. Excuse me, Bradbury... And, and and Darius Slay is one of the best cornerbacks yeah. in the league. Yeah, that pair is they're pretty strong. And then conversely, you 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 saw at least in the first half the best off- offensive line that you saw in in, in your time in, in your time this yeah, season for sure. Before Lane Johnson went out, and then the left guard he went out in the second half as well. It, it was 
it was stalemate. It, it, you, you didn't you didn't have all that pressure that you saw in other games, and and court and, right. and they were able to do what they wanted to do. Now, you know what? We'll save that because we we we'll, we talked about Cooper Rush. Let's take the break now. We'll take the okay. break now, Kurt. Right. And when we come back, we'll talk about there, there was there were two drives in this game to me that solidified the game, and I knew the game was going to be over. It was early, and it was one that was late. Late, yeah. And it was those two drives are me are are, are what Michael Evan would call man football. That that was a right. pose, that that was posing your will on an opponent, and 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 rendering them helpless. Of course, it was the Mike McCarthy, Kellen Moore, whoever you want to blame for that debacle of challenging the first down. Yeah, I think McCarthy took the blame. Yeah, so we'll we'll get into that, and we'll talk more about that. So stay with us uh, as we come right back from the break. Just hang up with the boys. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeedGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star? And talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys. It is non-victory Monday. 
we got a little bit spoiled. We had four Mondays in a row where we were in here hooping and hollering and jubilation for the Cowboys win. Uh, but they lost 26-17 to the Philadelphia Eagles last night, Sunday night football at Lincoln Financial Field. This segment is brought to you by Blockchain, blockchain.com. Also, single game tickets are available, and you might want to go get them now. Mm-hmm. because number four is coming back. Limited tickets for the remaining home games of the 2022 Dallas Cowboys season at AT&T Stadium are available in OW. Now, visit cowboys.com slash tickets or seatgeek.com, the official ticketing partner of AT&T Stadium. The Cowboys will take on the Lions at home next week. The return of Rain Dakota Prescott. So go get those single-game tickets because four will be back in the building. Dan Campbell will have those Lions up and ready to go. But I'm not scared of Lions and Tigers and Bears. <laughs> Is that a, your own improv no, there? That's, or a, that's, that's an a, actual song? That's a song. Oh. Jasmine Sullivan. Okay. It's the good Jasmine Sullivan. All right. Listen to it. Lion, Tigers, and Bears. I'm not scared of Lions and Tigers or Bears. But I'm afraid of loving you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So Okay, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, right. man. The multi-talented around <laughs> here, brother. Yeah, no, dude. Trust me, brother. I, I am Luther Vandross in the shower. I, I, I really am. I get down in the shower. Like the acoustics right. in the shower, I oh, go hard. well, yeah. Yeah, I go hard. I'll give you a mean car concert one day. Mm, um, great. <laughs> looking forward to it. I think the glaring thing yesterday was in this game, we saw the resurgence of the dumb penalties. Yes, yes. We <laughs> saw that yesterday. Why? Why did that happen? We the, this team has kind of been like, you know what? We've been we'll yeah. get a penalty here and there, but it hasn't been the dumb ones. No. And then yesterday, you come out and you have the extended drive with Dante Fowler. Mm. Like, yeah. Dante they wasn't gonna they wasn't gonna snap that Dante. <laughs> no. They weren't gonna snap that Dante. No. Then that you was... have the taunting penalty. Micah guy, he got caught. Uh, Micah. Yeah. You know, you, you you have just these uh, you get Diggs a big return. His helmet off. You get a huge yeah. return. What happens? Yeah. Calvin Joseph, not once, twice. twice. Yeah. Yeah. It's just those things that you just like every every time you take two steps forward, you take three steps back and kick yourself in the butt. Yeah. And, and and that has been something that has been plaguing the Dallas Cowboys under Mike McCarthy. It has been an issue. Right, like you said though, the last what two three weeks, it's really hadn't been a problem. But I don't. I guess it's just maybe it's the tougher opponent. They were frustrated. Mike Mike has said after the game that he was frustrated. The Brandon uh, Graham for the Eagles said the Cowboys lost their head a little bit. I mean, I get that's just a discipline thing. Can a coach? Straighten that out, or that's just a player. At, at this point in time, Kurt, I don't know because we have been asking this question from uh, from and about this coaching staff. Yeah, can you fix the discipline issues? Yeah, and and again, all these things get swept under the rug when you win, but it's in these moments, and it's in these moments when you need to be a disciplined football team. It doesn't matter when you're playing against the Washington Commanders. No. You can be done disciplined. You can be kind of loosey-goosey. You can kind of have these, these hiccups and these mistakes because they're not good enough to beat you. Yeah, yeah. But when you play quality football teams, and I look at Philadelphia as a quality football team, 
this may be a team that you have to see. Not only you'll see them the second time yeah, around, yeah. but you may see them again in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. It may go through Philly here. And, and so it's it's when we go back and we look at this thing over and over and over again, you go, man, we've we've heard this story before. We've seen yeah. this this movie before about these penalties in, in these big games. And they're two, you know, they're two losses. They had the most penalties in both those games, ten each against the Buccaneers and the and the Eagles. Another another like I said, double digit penalty game. Um, time of possession. Mm. Thirty-four minutes to thirty-four minutes and thirty seconds to twenty-five minutes and thirty seconds. That's a huge difference. Almost. And and I would be like, it's just ten minutes. You don't understand how that feels when you're a defense and mm. you've been on the field and there's already pressure on you. Like there's pressure. The pressure has been put on this Cowboys defense to be perfect. Yeah, they needed to be, for sure. Now you hope when Dak comes back that that lessens, but but precedent has already been set. You can't go back. Now you can't regress because Dak comes back. Right. You still have to be as good as you've been the the first these last 5 weeks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're going to have to be. I mean, that and and as McCarthy said last week, they're since last spring, they've deem themselves a defensive first team, and they're going to have to keep proving that. And even with Dak coming back, you know, you're still, you know, are you feeling great about your receivers? You, you know, you you tweeted some out about Gallup. Are you feeling great about your offensive line and, what, and what's there? So, yes, this defense can't afford any kind of lapse. You brought up Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup coming off the ACL injury, and I know that I have a different eye than a lot of people have when it comes to that position. Yes, for sure. While Michael Gallup is healthy because he's been medically cleared, Michael Gallup is not right. Hmm. And most people say it takes a year for that injury to... to Explain that, how wise. Michael Gallup, when you watch him run, and I know people are going to say, well, he in the first game he had a touchdown, and, and there's a difference between running straight or scrambling and running. But when you have to go man-to-man and run a route especially the routes that are required in this offense. This is an offense that requires routes where you have to start, burst, stop, come out of a break. And I watched on multiple occasions last night, Michael Gallup look like he's, even in his burst, it looks like he's like, like the gear is stuck. He's hmm. running, but he's just like, yeah. he's like, I'm, it's not a fluid run. And then when it came to getting out of those breaks, the one interception to uh, to Darius Slay, and he had the curl route. Yeah. That will be an interception or a breakup 97% of the time. And the reason being is when you have a, a caliber corner of Darius Slay who's already playing off coverage, his vision is off coverage. I have enough vision where I can go peripheral receiver peripheral quarterback. I'm starting eight yards off. So my pedal is going to go to about 10 or 12. So I'm slow pedaling to 10 or 12. Now, the clock in his head says most routes, I'm I'm giving up the slant because my help is coming from the linebacker. Mm -hmm. He's coming out underneath the slant, so I don't have to play the slant. The hitch he and I will both play. If they throw a five-yard hitch, I'll come, I'll rally. He'll come, we'll rally, we'll make a tackle for a five, seven-yard gain. Cool. Okay. 
But the way he's playing that is I'm eight yards off. My inside eye is to the quarterback. My outside eye is to the receiver. I'm taking inside leverage away because of where his alignment is. Anything that's going to go to the outside, I'm going to break off that or I can turn and run with him up the field. When he's looking at the quarterback and he goes one, two, three, four, five, he's breaking. The quarterback, the cornerback's breaking. He's he's yeah. I don't even care what the receiver's doing anymore. He has declared the ball is coming out. Mm-hmm. And that's how you play through your read. Right. One, two, three. Okay. It's, it's either one, two, three, gone, one, two, three, four, five, gone, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, gone. And all the plays are like I don't see, I, I may not see a seven-step drop if I'm a man-to-man coverage press. But I have a clock in my head that goes, if the ball ain't out now, it should be coming out. Yeah, okay. So once he sees that one, two, three, four, five, he's breaking. He's all out. And Michael Gallup, what you want from Michael Gallup is to have that burst of speed that makes him say, once I break that cushion, because I'm a slow pedal from eight yards to about 10, 12, because that's where most routes break off. Okay. Five yards, 10, 10 to 12 yards. 14 to 16, 18 to 22, fade balls. All right. That's how the that, that, that those are the numbers of, of the progression. Yeah. So once he gets to 12, he's gonna settle. But what you want is that cushion to be broken by Michael Gallup, that speed to come at him to make him do this, open up. Oh, okay. at 12. Thinking he's gonna go deep. Thinking that he's taking this thing a little bit deeper. Yeah. And then once he breaks off. I'm coming back to the ball while he's getting out of that open. I have to now either I have to baseball turn or I have to I have to duck foot and come back down. By that time the ball is already there. Yeah. But Michael Gallup, between him seeing one, two, three, four, five ball, he's declared, I'm going. And Michael Gallup not having the ability to force him out of that break, out of that slow pedal. And it took him so long to get out of that break. Oh. It was one, two, three, four. Wow. That is too much. <laughs> yeah. For a 12 yard curl route, oh no. No, that ain't going to work. That ain't going to work. Wow. And it, against a quality corner like that in that position, it will be it will be a pass breakup or an interception every single time. Yeah. Now, is, is that is that a physical thing that the knee's just not yeah. quite what it should be or is it a mental It's physical. Physical. That's a physical thing. Uh-huh. There, there's there's not enough power, strength, muscle endurance built up to have that acceleration. Hmm. And he has to get that back. The, the strength is not there. Like the strength of being able to run full speed and then boom, shut it down. Because what you really want to hear is you want to hear that with your feet. Yeah. You don't want to hear that's yeah. too much because the DB's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're doing this and he's doing that. You're going to lose that one. You're going to lose that battle. <laughs> so, you know, that that that's going to be a concern. Especially again in this particular office that they're running, I'm not saying that he won't make plays. I'm saying in matters like that, yeah, and they may not always come up all the time, but in those moments where you're saying, "I need this curl route run by Michael Gallo," he might not be able to give it to you the way you need it because of that start and stop and that knee. Yeah, so that's something to look out for. Yeah. Two catches on seven targets <laughs> yesterday. So, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea if that's his. His route running or Cooper, you know, overshooting him or whatever. But. And, and again, Cooper compounded all of that by throwing the ball back inside where the cornerback was already at. Yeah, yeah. You can help it by throwing it to the outside, and then now he's un- he's coming he's coming inside out 
But if you throw it back inside and he's already run a bad route and you throw it with a DB's already left, then yeah, that's it's, it's <laughs> no no hope. It's Michael Myers on Halloween. <laughs> it's a bad deal. It's a it's a it's a really 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 um, a bad deal. But there were two drives in this football game that really to me solidified that Philly were was the better team. Yeah. Okay. It was the third possession. In the first half. Yeah, that was a long one. Um, it ended up being 15 plays, 80 yards, and it ate up seven minutes and 36 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I think out of the 15 plays, they may have ran it. I know at one point in time, they ran it like six or seven times in a row. Yeah, it was, they were leaning on that for sure. And and to me, that is a, that, that is a, a symbol of... That's man football. That's I'm lining up, and here I come. Yeah. Four here, five here, one, five, four. You know, and it was they didn't bust one big. And then it was the second half of the game, where the game kind of got a little bit interesting. Philly yeah. weren't Philly wasn't scoring as much. The Cowboys kind of made a little bit of a run, Pulling and then it comes down to three. You run it down to at three, that point. Yeah. and then it comes down to that moment in time where you go. Go finish the game. And they had a drive, 11-play drive or no, something like that. More than that, I think. Was it? Or was it? No, they ran the ball 11 they times. They ran the ball 11 times. 11 straight times to start 11 that drive. 11 straight times to start that drive. 15-play. So two 15-play drives? Uh, 13 was the 13-play drive. Yeah, yeah, it was 13-play drive. They passed it twice. Yeah, the very last two the plays. The last two plays. Yeah. 11 times straight, Kurt. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 11 times straight. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that's <laughs> a funk flex growl. <laughs> 11 times straight. Yeah. That's how you that is that's how you salt away a football game. That is mano y mano. I am going to just I called it the Broad Street Bully. Beanie, you know who Beanie Siegel is? Beanie Siegel is a, is a rapper. Okay. He's from Philadelphia. He's with, he's with Jay-Z and Rock Nation State Property back in like yeah. the late 90s, 2000s. They had a group. And, and Beanie Siegel's like a street dude. Like he's from the streets, had a shootout with the cops. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. He's that. He's, he's like. the real deal. He's man. real deal. <laughs> yeah. And they called him the Broad Street Bully. Yeah. Like he was like the enforcer for Rockefeller. It was a Broad Street Bully. Beanie Siegel bully drive. It was Philadelphia. Mm. It, it was ugly. It was, I'm going to just be a man and run this ball at you yeah. 11 straight times. Yeah, I'm looking at the playlist here. The first run was 13 yards, but after that it was five yards here, one yard here, another for six, another for three, another for two. I mean, it was just, it wasn't like a big no. breakout. They just, Pounded the ball it down was, the field. I, it was. I'm going to be. A, I'm. I'm going to. You're going to hold my pocket when this is done. <laughs> when this is all said and done on this drive, I'm going to un, unfold my pocket and you will grab the pocket of my pants and you will follow <laughs> me around because now you belong to me. Ooh. And that's how they salted the game away. Stay right here with us. I won't be a bully. Come on back with us. <laughs> Third segment of Hanging with the Boys. I'm Jesse Holly. That's Kurt Daniels. Come on back, man. Arr. 
Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they make just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys as we are here on Non-Victory Monday. Um, there we go. Cowboys lose 26-17 yeah. to the Philadelphia Eagles. They fall all the way to third yeah. place. We got maybe tomorrow we have to get into this into NFC the East NFC East. Um, it's weird because they're the th- real quick, Jesse. I'm sorry. They're third in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. But they're fourth in the NFC. Yeah. And if you look at the Eagles, yeah, they have the fourth schedules. best record oh. in the NFC. They got easy schedules. Oh, they're easy. And, oh, yeah. I mean, just if it ended the day, we'd be we'd be playing against uh, Tampa Bay. Brum, 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 brum. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me. Hit, how about this one? <laughs> oh man! So, oh, man. I, I gotta ask you, what did you think of the way? The Eagles handled Micah. Oh, they figured it out. Yeah, they put him in. They put him in the blender. They, they were, made. It, they yeah. made him make a decision. And neither one was going to be right. No. Yeah. They, neither one was going to be right. And now here's the thing: 
Remember when we played, uh, we played, we played San Diego, and then we turned around and we played the Broncos. And Vic Vangio came out was like, well, if you just watch film, there's a, you know, there's a mm-hmm. blueprint, yeah. right? No other team, I shouldn't say no other team, very few teams can do what the Eagles did with Micah. Yeah, that's the big question. Because it? you don't have the threat of Jalen Hurst running the football. Running the ball, yeah. And that, that's what makes it so unique. Because normally, normally, you always have an advantage defensively. You play 10 on 11. Right, because the, because the quarterback, yeah, quarterback can't move around can't, or whatever. Yeah. You know, for the most part, yeah. the quarterback isn't going to be a guy who hurts you. Now, if you're playing Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, guys like that who will take off and really hurt you. Yeah. But most of the time, you have an advantage because you have an extra guy because the quarterback isn't, quote-unquote, going to run the football every single yeah. time. Yeah. Insert Jalen Hurts. Insert Lamar Jackson. Insert mm-hmm. guys like that. Now... It's back to 11 on 11, and if one guy misses, yeah, one guy doesn't get home, now what happens? And now when you look at how they played that, when, when, they, when, they, when they put that defensive end into a situation, he, he's in a lose-lose situation. Yeah, there's nothing he can do. Because if you go to the running back, I'm going to pull it out, the football. I'm going to pull the football out. <laughs> If you if you stay home, nice save. Yeah, <laughs> if you stay home and play the quarterback, now you have you're you're in a standstill position with an, an extremely athletic dude coming right at you. Yeah, and most guys aren't going to make those arm tackles all game long. Right, and right. I think I think and Nick Sirianni put Michael Parsons in a situation yeah. where you limited his aggressiveness. And and then putting the guy in motion where our it was Jordan Lewis at one time, Diggs, I think the other, where they had to fight through all the traffic. Just, I mean, there was no way to ever just. <laughs> but they didn't run it more often. I don't know if that was just because maybe Quinn figured out a way to kind of combat it a little bit, or they. I thought that I was I was fearful that was going to be a regular occurrence in the second half. In the second half, Philadelphia. I, I this is my thoughts. I could be wrong. You can have your thoughts, not you, but you can have your thoughts, Kurt. <laughs> Thanks. You can have your thoughts, and people can have their thoughts. This is this is a place where we live in a country where thoughts are able to be had. Okay. Um, when when Lane Johnson went out, it changed how they wanted yes, to play that's football. True. That's true. Because they felt comfortable saying, "Hey, Lane, you have Michael Parsons one on one. We don't have to commit more guys there. We don't have to, but." I, they didn't want Micah Parsons, and you saw him kind of get going a little bit in that second half when they had that when when, when Lane Johnson went out with the concussion. Mm-hmm. By the way, er, park that side note. This concussion thing, mm-hmm. while I'm all for it, and I want the safety of the players to be, this is going to cost a lot of football teams some yeah. games as the season goes down. Is this a situation where the guy above said he stumbled or yeah. something? This wow. is one of those deals, and now because no one ever wants to be the face of. The bad league again. Right. They're pulling guys out. They're just, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. You're, I'm, you're not putting my name, my company, my medical license, any of that. Mm-hmm. No more in jeopardy. So that Tua situation, while it was handled extremely wrong, right. that has now set a precedent across the entire National Football League. And I'm telling you, Kurt, I'm telling you, it's going to cost a lot of teams football games because – more people are going to be like, no, oh, oh, no, 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 get him, get yeah. him, get him, and he's going to be done. Didn't that happen with Bridgewater of Miami? They pulled him, they and pulled, nobody they could pulled, find a, <laughs> a. They pulled him. I, I mean, so last yeah. night, 
you pull your you pull a right tackle, which was you know a part of the best offensive line probably in football, and it changed it changed how they ran offense. True, they didn't want to sit back there and allow Micah and company to kind of just tee off. So it was it was different until they had that 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 funk flex drive <laughs> yeah. in the in the in the fourth quarter. So. Um, to pick back up what I was saying, but what was I saying before? I don't even know that I, I parked it. And I, uh, um, well, we're going to totally win. That make a difference now. It was how they were changed. With, you were <laughs> talking about how they changed the offense, I think, in, yeah, it, in the it, second it half. It changed and, the way that they were running offense in the second half yeah. uh, with not having Lane Johnson not having Lane Johnson out there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It, that, that, that and that, that, that kind of – Almost a victory formation where they just bullied the one yard. Though I mean, how do you in the world do you ever stop that? It was just incredible. It was, you can't. No, you can't. Not with him back there. You I mean, can't. I give Vanderish credit. He tried to do everything he could to get Jumping over that over line. The top does you nothing. Does you no, no good? No, I wasn't going to get because everybody's going low. So you're yeah. not even. You're not even helping. <laughs> yeah. Your best bet is to get behind your defensive line and push them. Yeah, I guess true. That's over true. the top does yeah. you no good. <laughs> but let's not. Let's let's before we get out of here. Let's address. Something that I talked about earlier that we get a chance to address. And it goes back to the game management. Mm-hmm. The all-important first down catch by C.D. Lamb, to which most people who are watching at home, in the bars or wherever you were watching at, clearly saw that that was a first down. Yeah, Referees saw different, and that's fine. right? It's, it's, it's fine in the sense of that they're human, they see things. She had one spot. She looked across the field, lined up with her her yeah, other, the other field guy official. had the other spot, and she, and she went to it. Yeah, yeah. And, and she she whatever, whatever, I whatever. But you're down fourteen nothing, Mike McCarthy. You're you're struggling right now. Yeah, your team is looking for some answers. They're looking for some hope, trying to get a drive out. You have the highest percentage of three and outs in the National Football League. You need to sustain job. At that point in time, your defense was on the field, even early in that game, far too long. Yeah. There was something between the person who was upstairs who was supposed to be looking at the monitor. And honestly, Kurt, I don't even give a damn what they said upstairs. (laughs) Yeah. My team needs this. My team needs this. Right. If I'm wrong, I am wrong. But I am challenging this. Yeah. You think they just got so caught up in go, 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 go that they didn't take a step back and say, wait a minute, we this is this is a You can't. Game. Like this is the part no, of being you can't, this is the part I mean, of coaching yeah. where you you have to be the level headed one. You have to be the one that goes, Whoa, oh, I know we're in turbo, red ball, whatever you want to call it, but wait a second. Yeah. Let me look at this again. Right. Oh, wait a second. Fourth <laughs> down, I'm backed up. Oh. At least let me try. Yeah. And then if I don't get it, it gives me enough time. It gives my offensive coordinator enough time to work through a series of plays in his head. And then you run a passing play in that moment. Yeah, that wasn't, you know, you had rush rolling out right, bootlegging they or whatever. Ran into, just, two guys ran into each other. <laughs> it was just all around. It was just not. It was like you guys were rushing to do something that you sh- – everything should have been, oh, 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 yeah. oh, 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 yeah. oh. Let me look at this again. The hell, they ain't got to even tell me upstairs. I'm down 14 nothing right. on the road. In my own end here. I'm my own end. I don't get this. It <laughs> yeah. gets bad. 
Let me let, let me be an adult here and take my time and say, hey, let me throw this flag. Let's just look at this again. Yeah. And if I'm wrong, cool. But at that point in time, I, I, I'm not looking in the fourth quarter when I get a challenge back. I'm looking at the moment like right now I need something to go for my football team. I can't give the ball back to that offense again. Yeah. Let me try to put something on the board. And, and I think Mike McCarthy in that moment, he, he failed his football team. Yeah. I definitely. I think he just made the bet, like you said earlier, you can't get caught up in what's going on, but it seemed like they were just so determined that to get this turbo thing going to the, oh, we got one yard, let's do it, we're going to catch him off guard, yada, we got the play set up, it all worked out, whatever. But no, in this in this situation, on your own 35 or whatever it was, you have to take that step back. I think so. And and, and that goes, you know, we try to, I try to defend, we try to defend Mike McCarthy at times, and Everything will be going good, and then he'll have his head moment like this, and you go, "Yeah, there he goes again." <laughs> there, there, there it goes again. You, you just, you wish that he, he just had the, the kahunas to go. No, hey, everybody, calm down. Yeah. No, be quiet. We're challenging this play. Right. I was standing there, and looks. I looked at the double challenge. It looks like we're challenging the play. I got this. Like that, as a coach, you got to sometimes take that and talk, listen to every. Hey, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're challenging the play. Look close. Let's challenge it. While I'm challenging it, y'all work on something because we're going for it. But let me challenge it first. Right. I think that I think Mike McCarthy failed his football team in that moment. And it, it just was a part of the cluster mess that was the Cowboys football team in a in a game that you wanted to win. Yeah. But the odds were stacked against that you. whole second quarter from offense, defense, coaching. I mean, yeah. it just it just fell apart for them. They could, they almost dug out of it, but in the end, it was just too much to they wore themselves just... out getting there. All right, man, we're done. We're done. We're done. Made it. We made it. Just the two of us. Just two the us. two. Now, when you when I say that song, who do you think about when you say, when you hear it? Just the two of us. Yeah. Um, it was uh, our age difference. Go ahead. Um, God, what's his name? Uh, the just the two of us. Yeah, that's the song. The sax Correct. player. And, yeah. See, I think of Will Smith. That's the difference between you and I. No, he remade yeah. that. He no, remade no, that no, song. No, he did it like no, no, no. Song. You can, no. Bill Withers. Bill Withers and uh, who was the, the sax player? Um, Kenny Stanley, G. I don't know. No, Stanley Gordon or somebody like that. I, don't I can't know. remember. But I think Will Smith. No, 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 no. No? No. I'm, cheat, I'm cheating the song? <laughs> yes. I knew, you, I knew you would have the right answer. You would have the original and I would have the remake. But I was like, when I hear it, I think of Will Smith. Singing that song. Oh, with the you're two too of us. young, man. Too young. I, I know, man. I know. All right, man. We're out of here. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. We'll be back tomorrow. Full crew. Um, we again, hope. Hope Nate's. Uh, we back. hope. We hope. I, I hope he got his community service for the morning time. <laughs> but again, if y'all see Nate at the pet code, don't bother him, man. Just let him do his community service hours. He has to do 61 hours of community service. He got. He got. He got himself caught up in an illegal uh, Chinese fighting fish ring. <laughs> Nate's always about the competition. He's always about the competition. I saved Zeke for him. I didn't mention Zeke purposefully because I know when he comes back tomorrow, if everything worked out, um, we might have to do a GoFundMe to to do his court costs and his fines to his uh, lawyer. But, um, again, let Nate Nate do his community service in peace at the local um, PetSmart or Petco, wherever they have him at. Uh, Remember, he has to stay 100 yards away from the fish. And uh, he has to only only deal. It's gonna be really hard at the store. (laughs) I don't know if it's a hundred yards. So thank you guys, man. For Jesse Holly, that's Kurt Daniels. 
Chris in the back. We appreciate you, man. Hanging with the boys. We out. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!